You're listening to the Communicate with Confidence podcast with me, your host, Luke Maxwell. This podcast is dedicated to helping you build confidence, increase your communication skills, and journey with me in the relentless pursuit of what you want most in life. In this episode number 76, I am going to pull from this story that I told last week about my journey to San Francisco and how I just messed up everything and how I made a lot of mistakes and things just didn't, (laughs) everything just didn't go well. Um, And so that's just a reoccurring story. Like that's just, it just happens when I travel. Um, I'm put into unfamiliar situations. I just make decisions um, and then I mess up and I'm like, okay, don't do that. Okay, now I know. Like that's just the way I travel. But I have another story that I'm going to pull out from there and that was... How to be confident in a room full of experts, especially experts in a different field than yours, especially experts in a different field than yours that is highly regarded in society for being very technical and difficult. The specific experience I have was with engineers. So I was at this I was at this place, right? And I was surrounded by about, let's see, eight different engineers. And they're not just, you know, engineers. They are like actual real with patents that design new stuff that's like changing and saving lives. Like this legit room full of engineers and they're talking and bantering and I am understanding half of it. I just not, I'm not getting the lingo. I'm not getting like what they're talking about. And so immediately I just felt like I'm like, I don't belong. Like I can't contribute to conversations. I can't like, like, like I should just be quiet and not say anything. And as soon as that thought came to my head, I'm like, whoa, 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 why, wait, what, why on earth would I be quiet? And this is kind of where I want to draw from is how to develop confidence around people who know more than you, because you're always going to be in a room with people, with someone who knows more than you about something else, right? Everybody knows more about something else than you. It could be a TV show or it could be a very specific technical job. It doesn't matter. You're always going to be out-experted in something by someone. And I learned very early on, in my, especially with networking, is I would be 17 years old and I'd be in a room full of businessmen, you know, with, with an average age of like 50. And it, I had to develop, I, I was forced to develop the confidence in order to interact with them because at first glance, what they see is a kid. And it's very easy, especially for those of you who are young, who are my age or younger, when you're around people who have 40 years of experience in business or more, it's it's very intimidating. You're like, I can't, I'm not, I can't contribute anything to you. I'm just a humble servant here. <laughs> like, no, like, it just, it, it kind of leads to that thought of like, oh, they see me as a kid because, oh, I am just a kid. I can't really contribute anything. And that's just very, very damaging. You don't, you Like, that's just a damaging mindset. You're not going to get anywhere with that. And so I have to kind of figure out, well, how do I do this? And this came to clarity at this moment, you know, just last, well, earlier this month, um, depending on when you're listening to this, it, I, I kind of, it kind of, it came to clarity on how to think about this. But what's the first step? You know, I am all about creating first steps. And so the first step when you're in this kind of situation is to prepare beforehand, is really to know what are you an expert in? 
Like, know your expertise, know your worth, know what you can contribute that most other people won't be able to contribute. And so in this situation, just to bring it back to the real world, this is what I actually did, is I went, okay, I know marketing so much better than anyone else there. The reason I was there was to do filming was, to, you know, because I, I contract with um, the person putting it on and I do some marketing for them already. Specifically, I was doing film work there. It's like, this is one thing that I know very well. And so that was the first thing I was like, okay, I know this very well. I understand psychology, human behavior, and, you know, general modern, mo the modern age of business, right? The digital age of business, shall we say. And so immediately I knew that, okay, this is what I can contribute to a conversation. And I'm not saying like every conversation has to be a podcast or I give like, but it, it's interesting, relevant information, right? Or so, you know, something, something interesting that I contribute to the conversation. That's more than just small talk because that gets very boring, very old and non-sustainable very fast. So that's the first thing. The second thing I did was I asked myself, I was like, okay, we're talking about something. I forget. Oh, I wish I could remember what it was specifically because there was the the instance where I went, okay, they're talking about this like um thing that they're that they're developing. This this product they were they were developing. They're actually designing. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm able to actually relate the process of branding of building a brand to this process of designing. And so I was able to make that connection. Go okay. I have a frame of reference. I understand this. I can follow the conversation now and give input because I understand how this relates to this. I now understand what they're talking about. It's not just a <laughs> just a mindless, you know, just a um, an a topic and words that I just don't understand that I just can't grasp. Now it's very real to me, and I understand, you know, the gist of what's going on. And then once I do that, then I start small. I'll, I'll first small talk is easy, you know, blah, 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 you know, you mention things that are going on, you mention your trips, you know, whatever, it's, it's, it's simple, it's not fun, and I really hate it, but it's, it's easy, you just mention things that have happened, and then that's small talk, like, that's it, um, and so that's easy, right, but once you get into the actual conversation, let's say, especially something like this, they were discussing something they were designing, and I was able to go, I was able to listen, and then they would mention something about, oh, yeah, then the move to this process. I'm like, oh, yeah, isn't that? And then I'm able to say something about, oh, yeah, the transition always works well, doesn't it, between these kinds of hands. And I'm able to relate to that because I know what it's like to transition, you know, between hands of power and a part of, you know, branding. And marketing. Like, I understand that part of it. And so I'm able to make a comment, you know, a general comment about the transition, you know, of power from one part of the project to the other. And that's something that was they were actually talking about that I was able to interact with. And so I took that next step, right, and started small. And then I got comfortable. Because you also want to get to know people because everyone's going to be uncomfortable around each other at first until you settle in, until you get to know each other, you start talking. And then, then you just get a little more comfortable. Then you're able to actually just have a casual conversation. At first, though, it, it's difficult. It's difficult to just start a conversation with people. And so that's where I start, right? Start small, make a comment, see how well that goes over. If they kind of like, oh yeah, and then you you missed the mark. You you judged wrong. You like you didn't you didn't relate well enough. They what you just said didn't make sense. <laughs> but if they're like, oh yeah, and they continue on your what you just said and use your, what you said as a jumping off point to continue the conversation, 
all of a sudden you know you won. Then you can say something again. And then be a little bit more daring and go further and further and further. And then ask a question. And see, this this is really the third thing that people are afraid of when they're in a room full of experts. They for, they're, they're afraid to ask questions. And I know, like, I'm part of it. Um, I just remember, especially especially in a networking scenario, they'll be talking about, you know, business or funding, especially like investor funding, right? Which is something I don't have a lot of experience in. I know the basics. I've been to... Um, different in investment uh, pitches and I've seen them and they're fascinating to me but it's something I just don't have a lot of experience in so a lot of times there'll be technical terms or you know something I just don't understand and so most of the time I'll ask I'll be like oh wait what's that and then they'll be like oh and then this and they ex- explain it to me of course you don't want to do that for everything like I'm not going to ask them to just dis- to for like whoa what does that tool mean what does that process mean like I'm not going to ask every single time I don't I hear something that I don't understand or a word I don't know but what I am going to do is I am going to ask especially when when they're talking directly to me when they ask me a question that that has a word or a phrase or an idea that I don't I don't understand or when they're having, you know, a conversation that's just very casual and you're just, you know, sitting back talking like, oh, what's that? When it is a little bit more formal, when you're actually like discussing and if it's not really relevant and it doesn't really matter whether you understand a phrase or a word or not, then don't. Like it just it's better just to save that. But in general, people love um, teaching other people things because it makes them feel good about themselves. I mean, I know that. I feel that too. Like, it's just human nature. When someone asks me a question, I love teaching them. It makes me feel great. Um, one, because, you know, I feel like, oh, I, maybe I'm in a position of power and that makes me feel good, you know. But then the other part is that, oh, I'm helping this person understand this. That's so cool. I mean, that's why I have this podcast is because, you know, seeing people listen and I'm seeing, you know, I'll see, you know, the analytics and be like, oh, there's many people listen to it. You know, I hope that they learn this and this and this or seeing comments or getting emails, you know, or having live coaching sessions and having someone comment and say, wow, you taught me this. I can't believe I didn't know that before. That kind of thing just makes me feel so great. I'm like, oh my gosh, I improved someone's life. That's amazing. And so by asking a question, what you're doing is you're literally telling the other person, you're telling them, feel good about yourself and help me as well. I mean, it's just a great combination. And again, just a warning though, questions work well in small groups or one-on-one. The problem is when there's large groups and you ask a question, it interrupts the flow of the group. So oftentimes what I'll do is I'll lean over to the person next to me and be like, oh, what is, what is that? And they'll be able to fill me in. I'm like, oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. Um, so that's just kind of a little tip I have for asking questions. So just want to make sure. So know your know you have to. I mean, that comes down to all of confidence, right? Is knowing yourself, and and of course developing ver um, physical, verbal, and interior confidence. I mean, of course, it's all part of it. It's all going to help. But what's really important to really make sure that you nail is knowing what you can contribute, knowing what your skills are, your passions are, where your knowledge and experience lies, and then holding on to that. And going, look, I have this. I am not. I'm not. I'm not worthless. Just because I'm around people who know something um, that I don't doesn't mean I'm less than them. It just means we have different areas of expertise, and that's okay. It really. It's really. It should not. Other other people's expertise should not inform your self worth. <laughs> it's just just very plainly put. Like it. It should not. And then once you know your what you can contribute, start relating what you know to what they are saying 
And then once you start relating, you start kind of putting puzzle pieces together. It's a way of framing things in your mind. It's a way just to understand what's going on. It just makes it easier, really. That's that's what it is. And then once you have that framing, that understanding, then just start, you know, start small. Make a comment. And especially if you're in a large, it depends. If you're in a large group, then making a small comment or a joke or, you know, or just, you know, or just listening is usually better because in large groups, it's a lot easier to just be quieter. It's not really awkward at all. Like, no one really cares. Whereas if you're in a small group, like, let's say, like, two people um, and, you know, you're the third, then not talking is a really weird. And you should, you, should always, you, should, you should always talk when you're in small groups like that. The bigger the group, the less you can get away. The more you can get away with not talking, the less you can talk. Um, especially if you're an introvert like me and large groups tire you out and you just don't like them, then that's especially important. Because in large groups, I will very rarely say much unless I'm directly asked or it's my area of expertise. If that's the case, then I'll, then I'll have no problem talking. But if it's not... Especially if it's just like small talk and I don't really know the people very well, usually I'll be a lot quieter. Also because I want to listen. I want to examine everybody. I want to pay attention. I want to understand each person, where they're coming from, who they are. And that way I can more appropriately interact with them later and form a relationship with them later. Um, and so, yeah. So, you know, jump in. And then, of course, don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, that I mean, that really goes for anything, really, too. Um, whether you're in school, <laughs> like wherever you are, if you don't understand something, you have two options. You either learn later by Googling it, or you just ask somebody and you find out right now you're able to contribute and form a better relationship with them. It's also a great sign of humility. Um, people love that. And you say like, oh, this guy, he's not afraid to ask questions, um, or a girl. Um, and <laughs> just, it's, it's funny, like just the natural language. Um, and that's, I mean, that will probably, that's, that's another thing I'm working on. Just side note, it made me think about something that I'm developing. <laughs> that's not even close to being done. Um, I have way too many ideas. Um, yeah, so follow those three steps. I uh, just, whew, I was so good too. I was staying on track, keeping it succinct. And then I just lost it <laughs> as usual. And follow those three steps, and that's where you start. And then you slowly develop each of them over time. So all of a sudden, you start becoming more confident in what, in what you know. And all of a sudden, you're able to um, relate and talk about a field that you don't understand better and better because you have practice doing with other fields. Also, the great thing is you learn. You learn about a certain field. So like engineering, next time I'm around engineers, I can interact with them so much better because I understand their mindset and how they work and what the language is that they use. And so that's just a huge benefit for me. So instead of shying away from the conversation, instead of not saying anything, now I'm building the muscle of, you know, working with engineers, which is going to be valuable because I'm probably going to be working with them in the future multiple times, many times, you know, in, in the foreseeable future. So hiding from it is only going to cause me harm in the future, harm in my confidence and communication, my brand, but also monetary is that uh, it's always, always best to make a good relationship and a good impression on somebody. And you do that through being thoughtful and converse in conversation and participating appropriately. That's how you make a good impression and a good relationship. Um, also, I mean, in general tips, um, you can don't 
um, keep yourself open, right? Getting into the physical confidence part of it. Keep yourself open and inviting. Don't play with things. Don't fidget with things. That's a sure sign that you're nervous and it's only going to make your mind nervous because your body's acting nervous. And then your body will act more nervous because your mind is nervous and then just it's a, it's a destructive cycle. So you want to be open. You don't want to play with things. You want you 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 want, and also you want to know like why you're there. Your goal. I think that's the final thing. What I'll end with is that know why you're there. Know what your goal is. What are you trying to accomplish? Are you trying to just network and make relationships? Are you there? Like I was there to do a job. I mean, networking was secondary. I was I was there. I was there to film. I was there to record. Um, and so that was my job. And so that was my focus. And I focused on that. And I didn't waver from that. And then secondary, when I had a chance, I would interact with everyone there. So that's been this episode of the Communicate with Confidence podcast. I hope you learned something, improving your confidence, stepping into the new year. Um, this is actually going up right before. Well, no, I have another one. Anyway, my podcast schedule got a little scuffed because of Christmas. So Merry Christmas. Almost Happy New Year. I will see you next time. Remember, you can find the show notes and more at the communicate with confidence podcast.com. I have, you know, my course is 80% off. If you want to become a paid public speaker, then that's the course for you. I have some freebies that I throw in there and it's really, really fun. Also, you can rate and subscribe on iTunes. Um, a rating always helps reach more people with this kind of information that I never had anyone teach me and I had to develop myself. And so I want to be that person that I didn't have. And that's why I'm here for all of you. Do what you love. And remember to always stay on the positive side of things. 